The growing LNG trade, September 3, 2023. Nearly three years ago, French utility company Angi pulled out of negotiations with Next Decade to buy liquefied natural gas, or LNG. Concerns about leaks during the production of natural gas, which is methane, were the reason. Methane is a greenhouse gas, or GHG, that is many times more potent than CO2 over a decade or so at trapping heat in the atmosphere. Over longer periods, it decomposes, whereas CO2 remains for a century or more. Energy sector methane leaks are far from the biggest source. The International Energy Agency estimates that natural gas-related leaks are only 7% of the total. A third of methane emissions occur naturally in wetlands. Agriculture is responsible for a quarter, mostly from ruminants, cows and sheep, belching and farting. Several companies are developing a seaweed-based animal food additive that would alter the digestive process of such animals. Last year, I met Steve Turner, CEO of Australian company Seaforest, at a wedding. Usually, a Brit and Aussie talk trash about each other's national cricket teams upon meeting for the first time, but I quickly learned Steve's company was turning asparagopsis into a solution to agricultural methane emissions. See how seaweed can fight global warming. It's an area worth following. Anyway, Angie's conclusion in 2020 that U.S. natural gas was harming the planet was a big setback for next decade, which was trying to line up enough buyers of LNG from their planned Rio Grande terminal in Brownsville, Texas, to justify making a final investment decision, or FID, to go ahead. The company responded within a few months by launching Next Carbon Solutions to develop carbon capture and storage at Rio Grande. Recognizing the sensitivity of European buyers like Angi to the environmental impact of their product, they committed to provide responsibly sourced gas that is certified as being produced with minimal leaks and to ensure their liquefaction process is GHG emission-free by using a combination of renewable energy and carbon capture. Next, negotiated agreements with other buyers to provide environmentally friendly gas. In April 22, Angi returned and signed a 15-year deal for 1.9 million tons per annum. Russia's invasion of Ukraine dramatically changed Europe's access to natural gas, but the changes next decade had implemented address Angi's earlier objections. FID on the Rio Grande LNG project came in July. Vectel Energy has the contract to build the facility, having been Chenier's longtime construction partner for their Sabine Pass, Louisiana, and Corpus Christi, Texas terminals. Recently, Vectel Energy's president, Paul Marsden, and Next Decade CEO, Matt Schatzman, held a videotape mutual love fest during which each emphasized the climate-friendly features of the project. Climate extremists should be supportive because by displacing coal in the world's biggest emitters such as China and India, U.S. LNG is a most effective counter to rising greenhouse gas emissions. Next decade's FID in July was poorly received by the market because they were left with 20.8% of the economics in trains one through three, which is phase one, less than the approximately one-third investors have been led to expect. Global infrastructure partners and the sovereign wealth funds of Singapore and Abu Dhabi share 62.5% in exchange for $4.75 billion of equity capital. France's Total Energies took 16.7% in exchange for $1.1 billion and a 20-year commitment to buy 5.8 million tons per annum. The $6.1 billion in equity plus $11.8 billion in debt financing makes Rio Grande Phase 1 the largest greenfield energy project financing in U.S. history. The modest 20.8% stake retained by next decade looked as if they'd been out-negotiated. 
Global LNG demand is rising. Research firm ICIS Analytics expects the U.S. to increase its market share from 22 to 31 percent over the next five years. Germany, the Philippines, and Vietnam all began importing LNG for the first time earlier this year. More countries are expected to follow. The EU continues to buy LNG from Russia as they try and impose sanctions that don't drive up energy prices. Belgium and Spain are the world's second and third biggest importers of Russian LNG this year. They aim to stop completely by 2027. Next decade currently trades at the low end of the $6 to $8 per share valuation range sell-side analysts ascribe for Phase 1. The upside potential for the stock relies on the completion of trades 4 and 5, which is Phase 2. The Rio Grande project is estimated to work out at $7 to $800 per tonne of capacity for 17.6 million tonnes per annum. Qatar's expansion is estimated to cost $900 per tonne. Total's Mozambique LNG product has faced many problems and was reported to cost $1,500 a tonne. Rio Grande Phase 2 will benefit from the site preparation done for Phase 1 and as a result could cost under $500 per tonne. What's unknown is what next decade's percentage ownership of Phase 2 will be. The market currently places minimal value, if any, on Phase 2. Next decade should be able to negotiate a much bigger stake because Total already has an option on 32% of its capacity. Timing is uncertain, but the odds of Phase 2 ultimately going ahead look good to us. Next decade will be part of America's increasing share of global LNG.